Stefan Diggs. What a money week for Stefan Diggs. Man, did he win me my matchup or what? Eight of 11 targets, 173 yards, and two touchdowns. Oh, dig it up up on us. With Case Keenum throwing the ball. All those experts out there saying, oh, fade Diggs, sit Diggs. He's nothing without Bradford. 37 points later. And that's with three drops. Wow. His his points wow. could have been even higher. Does this prove more to our point that Sam Badford is just as bad as we think he is? Yeah, and it means that Stefan Diggs is a god. He's even better yeah, than he's we sick. thought he was. Yeah. I, I know you're you're sitting pretty and the uh the intro song really got us feeling some type of way. Um but I, I think one other guy that had an interesting story this week. Uh, Kareem Hunt that you also own. Oh yeah, he's, and he's a big player for me. Just to let everybody know, P had um, 183 points, and his quarterback Cam Newton only had four. So that should tell you what kind of week he fucking had. Um, so something funny happened to Kareem Hunt, guys. He was on the plane, um, Kansas City. He he told this to a to a, a very close source of mine. He's telling, telling the story. He, um, pilot comes on and says, um, you know, we've reached our cruising altitude of 15,000 feet. If there's anything we can do to make your flight more enjoyable, let us know. And uh, then the, the pilot thinks he turns the mic off, but he just hangs it up. It doesn't turn it off. And he goes to the other co-pilot. You know what I could go for right now? A good cup of coffee and a nice blowjob. And Kareem is freaking out. And the flight attendant from the back of the plane starts sprinting up the aisle. And Kareem, being the jokester he is, goes, Don't forget the cup of coffee. Anybody who doesn't know, now you know. Kareem Hunt was not featured in, but should have been, Goodwill Hunting for our second movie reference of the episode. Um, Kareem Hunt absolutely destroyed. He's got over 100 points this year, which is absolutely disgusting. Uh, Jay, I know you're feeling pretty bad about that. You got um, Spencer Ware in the draft. That was great. Um, and now Kareem Hunt is flying on planes, telling jokes, and he is... He's and, prime for an MVP season. And he's making weekly messages to fantasy owners just ripping on them. For yes. Dressing <laughs> and or playing awesome. them. I love it. Okay. Like, well, actually, I don't love it because it pisses me off every <laughs> I time. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Cream um, is awesome. Yeah, Spencer Ware. Well, what would I get him in the sixth round? Even then, just probably my biggest regret of the draft. Thank you. Couldn't have seen it coming, <laughs> no, the season-ending injury. But, yeah, no. Hate I, life. I got Cream in the ninth round. Great value. <laughs> yep, you're looking like a genius now. Um, Jay, do we have a, another movie reference for me? Uh, I don't have a movie reference. I do have a, a little TV reference. Uh, dropping bombs on people just like it's back in war times. we got Chris Hogan <laughs> coming at you from Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> oh, God. Chris Hogan for the win. 
just somehow continually tearing it up. Even though, I mean, not tearing it up, but he's been very solid the uh, last two no, weeks. No, it's safe to say he's been tearing it yeah. up. Uh, I drafted Julian Edelman in two weeks. Uh, then proceeded to pick up Danny Amendola. All four of those decisions have haunted me. And Chris Hogan's Heroes has been unbelievable. Yeah. And what does he say when he gets introduced at the start of a game? Former lacrosse player. Monmouth lacrosse. That's right. He likes to let you know don't, that he's yeah. not even a football player. Don't give yourself credit for going to Penn State. Yeah. You, are, uh, you are a lacrosse bro. Yeah. Let me tell you. That, that reference to his lacrosse experience instead of his college football experience vaulted him up in my respect rankings. Oh, absolutely. Also... He, he might be number one, because that's hilarious. I'm pretty sure last year he was like a private Instagram where he had to like let you Yeah, probably like 800 him. followers right, or something. exactly. And now he's got, you know, 100,000 followers. But he posted for the first time his wife with his two kids. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. he knock it out of the park? Wax bros. What can I tell you? We chose the wrong sport in fantasy football. We should have been lax bros. <laughs> I think we could have chosen any real sport yeah. before yeah. fantasy sports. Um, Alas, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about Stefan Diggs, Kareem Hunt, and Chris Hogan. Yeah. Man. A couple of winners, if you ask me. Um, Two of them are, at least. Uh, a, couple, a, couple, um, a, a couple of social media topics here. So... Um, over over the past three weeks, um, some snowflakes throughout the NFL. It's been snowing. Mm-hmm. It, it is 85 degrees in northeast Ohio, where we record every show from. But it has been snowing in the houses of Golden Tate and Odell Beckham. And you can't say Odell without 0-3. Giants, Odell Beckham. Um, so... These guys are unbelievably offended that you're tweeting at them from Talk Sports Baby Twitter account and you're wanting more results out of them from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, I mean, I have Golden Tate on my team where I scored 173 points and got right. the, the third straight win. Sure. Um, you know, if he scores that last second touchdown, doesn't go down the one yard line like a bitch. Um, <laughs> You know, I get six yeah. more points. Then, then you yeah. possibly break a record. He's got to learn yeah. to strain his knees. Then, I, the then I uh, score a career high in fantasy. Yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. You know, Golden Tate really really ruined my Sunday. Yeah. I only won by 90 points and not 96. <laughs> so, you know, uh, Golden Tate, I'm going to tweet at you. Uh, even though you told me not to, I'm going to tweet sure. at you. Why didn't you score a touchdown? You know, the Lions lost because of that, but I also didn't win by 96. So I'm a little hurt. I'm taking my I'm taking my feelings to Twitter. The the city of Detroit that has um, a baseball team that is completely imploded on them, and the Lions with their new money Matt Stafford is depending on the Lions was all heartbroken by Golden Tate. Yep. But you point. have an equal right to be heartbroken. I think oh, more so. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking. I, I spent like a fifth round pick on Golden Tate. Like, yeah. That's that's good value. Absolutely. Uh, I'm not expecting him to come up short the one yard line. Yeah, what I mean, what, what from a dedication standpoint, that, that's such weak sauce. Like those, those six points could have been or might be huge in the future when it comes yeah. down to points for and points against. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's potential tiebreaker stuff for the playoff seedings. I, I needed those six points, and he came up short. So it, it's safe to say that if you or somebody you knew 
I think one in two people are affected by this. Yes. Own Golden Tate. Um, you have the right to tweet at him. Showtime Tate. At Showtime Tate. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm giving him all kinds of hate um, from our account guys this week because he's a piece of shit yeah, in my mind. Yeah, well, absolutely. And what, what do we got to say about Odell? He's, he's dancing around on the ground. The owner's pissed at him. Uh, he still has blonde hair. And the owner's pissed at him for pissing as his touchdown celebration. Weird. Right? Don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, Some dog reference. Don't know. Over my head. <laughs> so is it, are, are we allowed to be mad at Odell, who was a top four at least pick, was a top pick in our draft, pick in every draft around the country? Do we have the right, Jay? Uh, well, I was playing against Odell this week. Mm. So the shittier he did, the better it was for me. But he right. actually did really well. This was this week. Yes, this was He decided, week. what What are the odds? I, I mean, how I, selfish I, of him. I know. Jeez. That being said, I have no reservations on just ripping into him on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and let, let him hear it. He, he's posting all these inspirational Bible quotes and shit. And then he's humping the ground. Mm-hmm. And I believe he was peeing on a fire hydrant. Yes. Uh, um, I mean, pick a side. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't his next touchdown celebration just the uh, the fist up in the air, little protest? Right. So he goes from peeing on a fake fire hydrant, right, to holding his fist up in the air in protest. So that's so that is literally that's that's almost polar opposite. Yes. Yeah. That. that is poor. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know how, how far away from protest you can get to seeing a fake fire in the NFL. That, that's where I think I have uh, the most problem. I'm guys I used to hate for partying and being douchebags like Colin Kaepernick. I'm getting more respect for as I see guys like Odell being this big of a douchebag and then being like, "Oh shit, I forgot. I'm supposed to protest." So in my second touchdown. I better do that. I'm going to gain my respect yes. from Tim Mara, mm-hmm. who's the 25th richest guy in the world, and just give a little Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Fair. Uh, but, wow. After you're going to cost yourself... It's, it's, all, it's an afterthought. He should honestly be punished for it. Yeah. yeah. No, he fucking should. Yeah. For real. Um, so... Let's, uh, let, let's, get, let's get right into um, another movie reference. Uh, for you folks listening at home, uh, stand by me. We're going to cover up some dead bodies this week, um, just as Kiefer Sutherland did back in the 80s, um, with a stand or kneel segment, Ooh. fellas. Um, this week was all over the board. Most upsets in NFL, I mean, it's been like four years, I think, since that many upsets happened. But still, it was a crazy fucking week. Um, my first... Standard Neal is the Oakland Raiders in general. Do you trust anybody on their offense this week? Th- this last week? No, this next week. Week, Coming four, up. week four. Yeah, week sure. Four. Why not? <clears throat> I'm kneeling on the Raiders this week. They're kneeling going to Denver. Don't like the matchup. No, I like the Raiders. You really? Gotta, you got to believe in the Raiders. On, you're standing. I'm standing on the, the on the road at Denver after that I, absolute shit I performance. I hate that. But, but I think I think DC is pissed about all the shit he's probably getting for that abysmal performance 
Yes. He, he is. is. Yeah, it was horrible. He threw and for 118 yards, one touchdown, and two, two interceptions. Two picks. Wow. Yeah. I believe Southern both picks were in the first quarter. They were both terrible throws. Yeah. Yes. Uh, on uh, Sunday Night Football. So, national stage absolutely <laughs> caved. Yeah. Uh, I see a bounce back. Okay. I think, I mean, you got to have faith in the Raiders going all the way. They're going the distance. AFC Championship, them and the Titans. I, I res- respect you sticking to your guns of them going to the AFC Championship, mm-hmm. but no fucking way. The Broncos are unbelievably pissed. They shouldn't have lost this week. It was Von Miller's fault. Mm-hmm. Fucking Buffalo. They're terrible. They're going to come back. I it would honestly be surprised if the Raiders scored more than 10 points. This week, I think they'll get more than ten. I'll make you want to you want to make a bet on that. Five bucks. Five bucks bet yeah. that the Raiders get over ten points. Thirteen and a half. I'll still make that okay. deal. Yeah. All Five right. Bucks. Let Great. the record reflect that the two have shaken their hands. Now on a podcast. <laughs> Great. Great. Uh, yeah. No. I. I'm. I'm with P. I'm kneeling with the Raiders. Uh, who? What else we got for a, a stay and kneel this week? That was. Um, I'm going to kneel on uh, Terrell Pryor. Oof. I think he's had... Consistent. Well, consistent underperforming weeks. Consistent shit weeks. And they're on Monday night against uh, Kansas City, I believe. Yeah. So, already not a great matchup. And Monday night, so you'd be relying on him. Mm-hmm. On, you know, those Monday night games are, are treasure. Yeah. No, they really are. So what? you're gonna put your your faith in a guy who's got like six fantasy points through two weeks? I'm I'm kneeling. I'm kneeling very hard. Probably both knees. You've got you've got a uh, another standard kneel option from that game. Let's with TP. Uh, yeah, my my to kind of go along and Jay will kick this to you is Chris Thompson for a Monday night game against Kansas City. Uh, After back to back stellar performances. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he gets eight catches a game, and he's had I think it, it all, yards. I think it depends on, for that week, it depends on if your league is PPR. Sure. Yeah. What I about think, Terrell Pryor? No. I think, I think I'm kneeling on TP as well. Okay. Yeah. So, Chris Thompson, I have to know. I have him in two leagues. Do I play him? Do I not? It depends on your other option. If you have a legitimate other option and you're on the fence, the tiebreaker is I would, I would take a knee on Thompson. But if, you're, mm. if you are scarce at that position, then you you got to keep it rolling. I think if you're on the fence, you you, you roll up the Monday night guy. You Whoa. cross your fingers, hope the matchup is Whoa. close so you can watch your boy tear it up on Monday. Having hope is one of the greatest yep. things in the world. You could be down by 20, but hey, you got Chris and Thompson. On, on Monday night, you always have hope. Thursday night, you never want to play never, guys. Never want to play early. Thursday, guys. But Way too early in the week. Yeah. You haven't even had a beer by Thursday. No. You're not even thinking about a beer Jesus. on Thursday. You're like, but my God, I just got out of work and the Rams and 49ers are kicking off. I, I'm seriously hesitant to playing guys that play in Europe because of a 930 start. Oh, See, I, I love it. I, I, love, I, love, I love the 930 start. <laughs> oh, you, wake, you wake up, roll out of bed, you're like, oh, Jags, Jags are destroying the Ravens. This is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, leave my it wasn't this. great because I made the critical mistake of starting Jeremy Macklin over <laughs> Alan Hearns. Okay. Oh, oh man. That, that killed me. And we killed to, me. We need to talk about your boy, uh, Joe Snacko. <laughs> he was not getting <laughs> any snacks this week. I think he yes. had the flag attack. 22 or 28 yards? It was 28. Woof. Okay. One point in fantasy. Yeah. 
Did he throw any interceptions? Probably. Uh, yeah, a couple. Okay, so Joe Flacco is trash bags. Here's, here's the question. Do do we even remember when people called Joe Flacco elite? Yes. It was for about two weeks after he won the Super Bowl in 2012. and then I don't remember. Do you? Oh, Flacco's elite. Oh, God. <laughs> it, was, it was a two-week span, and then they immediately phased out. Like, people came to their senses like, wait a minute. No, what are we talking about? Okay. All right. <laughs> I... I cannot, with a full conscience, after watching the entire Europe game, think, when did people ever call this guy elite? When he had great receivers. Uh, who when he catch threw that sick deep ball against Denver when the safety missed it. <laughs> yeah. Great. It was Champ Bailey. Wasn't it? Great pass. <laughs> I don't know if it was Bailey Oh, or not. God. He is just the worst. However, it was a Jaguars home game. Because they all were in Europe London. was Love for the Jags. Yeah, the London Jaguars. Yeah, of course. It's inevitable before 2020, London Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack, who do you got as a standard kneel for us? Uh, I got a kneel. I think people are getting too up and up in roar about Ted Ginn. Oh, oh yeah. I don't think got... I can kneel harder. Yes. <laughs> I'm seeing this guy getting picked up and starting for some teams in the leagues. He okay. He's... Ted Ted Ginn is is the classic. Every year, he is your Malcolm Floyd okay. for the Chargers. Yeah, there you go. He's in he's in waivers, and you're like, wow, this guy just got 28 targets, and I got to get him. Mm-hmm. And plug and play. And they're like, he's a veteran. He's going to do good. No. no. Ted Ginn, okay. Okay. You're, okay. All right. I got, I got you riled up now. Both, <laughs> both, both knees on the ground, mm-hmm. head on the ground. Chest on the ground. I I might be praying to the West. Yes. I am that much mm-hmm. kneeling. I might for... I might just go full face plan. I might be planking for Ted Ginn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ted Ginn is safe to say don't plug and play. He's averaging. I looked it up. He's averaging I think four targets for his first three we first three games. Four no. targets a game. That's not that's Maybe not getting you points. You know what I think? A couple guys, touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. but. The, it's a, you know what I think of guys like Ted Ginn? You look at him on waivers, you're like, you know, what the heck? He's my flex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pick him up and put him in your flex. He's, right. a, he's a what the heck flex. What the heck? <laughs> it's like he could get me four he could give me four points or forty. What Ted, the heck? Ted, let's Ted roll Ginn. let's roll him out there. Ted Ginn is a what the heck flex. I love it. Yeah. Um my my next uh standard kneel for you guys is Jarvis Landry. Mm-hmm. Uh, all across the board. I'm pretty sure we all have him in some league. And in PPR, he's okay. Um, in not, I'm I'm probably still going to stand for him because I think he's a freak athlete and he's still the best player on their team. Uh, what are we doing here? Are we standing, kneeling? I, I drafted him too early to take a knee on Jarvis Landry yet. So I gotta stick by him. I gotta stand for Jarvis. Okay. I'm not sure how I feel. I tell you what though, I was watching at the end of that game. Cutler yeah. was really trying to feed him the ball. He was throwing picks by doing so. Yeah. No. He was looking he was. at he was looking at Landry though. So you gotta you know trust the process. Here I'm gonna give uh, P a good guess here. Here is the one reason that I love Jarvis Landry. He's Odell Beckham's best friend. He gets a lot of targets. Mm-hmm. That's close. I love target machines. They come from LSU. Give me as much targets as you can. Who was? But who was the all-time greatest 
target monster. See, see, so short. The yeah, third, absolutely. <laughs> it, uh, when at the pinnacle of Cecil Shorts's career, I think he had seven hundred yards, but he averaged on seven hundred targets. He averaged uh, fourteen targets a game. Blaine Gabbert loved. I, I I once created a one man league, called myself the One Man Wolf Pack, and. <laughs> Drafted nothing but Jaguars, got Cecil Shorts, and I made targets one point per target. It was a classic PPT. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, yeah. Four per target. Everyone's got their PPT yes. league. Yeah, I'm in usually one yeah. PPT. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's safe to have. He's, he's a good guy to have. So besides PPT, is Landry worth it? Yeah, because Landry's sick. Okay. He's just a boss. Go look at his Instagram and tell me he's not a boss. <laughs> no, he is a boss. That's all I care about. I, I want bosses on my team. <laughs> Stefan Diggs, boss. Kareem Hunt, boss. Cam Newton, not a boss. Not he's a boss. going to waivers. <laughs> See ya, buddy. Already got three waiver Stay claims in for, for Cam. See ya. <laughs> not a boss. Hey, I, I could have told you that from week one. You yeah. want to go yeah. back to our older Stay podcast? Ahead. I was calling Cam Newton. That's right. Bomb. Yeah. yeah. I was did. calling you it did. out because, early. Yeah. I was, right. I was hoping for, uh, for Cam to hear that. Get a little... little yeah. Let fire under his ass, yeah. but no, he's he's no, awful. No. Not a I boss. think I think he did listen, and he just got demoralized. Yeah, probably got feelings hurt. Yeah. But no, yeah, Land- he's, he's definitely depressed, and we don't do a lot of that. We'll have to check up next week on how on how some of our picks are doing. Yeah, yeah. both for the Super Bowl and yeah, we, some of week, our week four will be a good guys. yeah, like, yeah, yeah sure, quarterly sure. checkup. But yeah, Landry boss, sign me up. Yes. Okay. No matter the scoring. Great. Apparently, we're all standing on a guy. I was pretty down the middle with standing and kneeling. Um, I what, what do we think about the Packers receiving core? Jordy Nelson, he's going to get hurt again. He already has been hurt. I mean, stand until that point, though. I'm standing as long as Aaron Rodgers is standing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is I, probably until about week 11. I am, yeah, it'll be hobbling around, but yeah. I'm, oh, that counts. Yeah. I am kneeling on the big three. I love Montgomery out of the backfield. I don't own him in anything. But I, I have Devontae Adams and Corn on the Cob. They're both trash bags. Kroger brands. Cool. And Jordy Nelson, good. Uh, Gonna get hurt again. He's your classic. Once a year, he'll miss five weeks. Probably fuck you when it comes to playoff time. I gotta say, I, I do own in one of my leagues, I do own Ty Montgomery. Okay. The only reason he's being productive this year, and you know what it is. <laughs> they didn't make him change his number. He's still yeah, rocking he's, the 88s in the yeah, back. Snowman. That, that is awesome. man. I don't understand why. And one thing that hurt him is he only, last year, if you recall, Ty Montgomery was in Yahoo and ESPN running back slash wide receiver. Yeah, very This year, only running back. I know. Still number 88. We got to love the snowman. Oh. It's snowing. And, and the, he is not a snowflake. No. Let me tell you, don't be confused by the snowman. Mm-hmm. He's not a snowflake. Uh, and my, my last standard kneel is, uh, are any tight ends worth standing for? I am, if you can't see me right now, because this is a podcast, you can't. I am kneeling. On all tight ends. Right now. Across the on board. On all tight ends. Uh, you can kneel on Kelsey for right now, that's for sure. Yeah, you can kneel on Kelsey. Uh, Gronk's been... Pretty good. Yeah, Gronk's been pretty good. Stick by you can stand by Gronk, I think. Outside of Gronk, it is a crapshoot what tight ends are gonna come up and play for. You got Vernon Davis had a week on Monday. Yeah. I, I tried to try to plug and play Jack Doyle 
Fumbled. Negative one. <laughs> Negative one point. So all tight ends uh, are not they're, only dead to yeah, me. They're on your Dunzo list. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, Jack they're Doyle, Dunzo. Dunzo. Jesse James, Dunzo. Dunzo. <laughs> See you guys. Hey, it was great to own them while I could, but I couldn't be any more proud to kneel for all tight ends. Yeah. Uh Martellus Bennett also might as well be mm. yeah snowflake big Sno- deal yeah. yeah he's he's trash bag I'm gonna I'm gonna stand for Delaney Walker because he's a boss mm. uh, and he go, okay go we Titans do, we do like bosses we do like, and Titans. we do like Titans I mean name a player on the Titans that's not a boss Cam Jeff Fisher he's on the Titans <laughs> no he was their coach in like 2004 oh. currently um, <laughs> speaking of snowflake safety <laughs> Jeff we're, talking, we're talking currently we're not going back I'm not talking Jake Locker <laughs> right oh Titans. god Jake Locker man what a what a franchise quarterback he was uh, is Mettenberger still on the team no, no. We, do, so. we don't know that for sure want me to google it we could we could kneel no I don't want you to okay I, I just want to know that I could kneel for injuries <laughs> yes. for the Titans but barring yes. we, okay. as a podcast, are, I believe, the first in the country to stand for the Tennessee Titans at all costs. We, we, we all have our, our Titan uh, temporary tattoo logo on our hand that we are raising right now. Um, P, what what other uh, what other topics we got here? I feel like we need to uh, roll through our top performer, our, our top flopper. And our yep. one and done of the week. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to go reverse order. I'm going to start with my one and done for the week. One and done. Let's hear it. Mercedes Lewis. Mercedes Lewis. <laughs> Pretty sure you had five touchdowns this okay. week. Anybody, if you're in 10th place and you're thinking my team can't get worse, it can if you pick up Mercedes Lewis. <laughs> yeah. I promise He does you. this once every four years. I feel <laughs> like this dude's been in the league since 2000. <gasps> Just chills in the Jags. Catches two touchdowns in one week and then doesn't do anything the rest of the year. It is. It so is if you were not fortunate fair. enough to anticipate his one good week of this four-year cycle, <laughs> uh, please don't try and do it again. I, I, am, I am absolutely behind you every aspect of the way on that. Um, I'm, I'm going to give you a guy that is pretty close to your heart, P. Um, Robert Woods. Oh, uh, man, Robert Woods. For those of you that don't know, he still is in the league. Uh, plays for the Rams. Still haunting Sammy Watkins and owners. He, he is the most hilarious Jay because he takes targets, receptions, and fantasy value away from Sammy Watkins at every aspect of life. Right? As soon as, he, as soon as Woods went to LA, Sammy's in Buffalo. Like, yes, yeah. this is my chance. No, Robert Woods, <laughs> I'm the guy now. Okay, so they they both start out. They're both unbelievably high recruits in high school. Go to Clemson, USC, dominate. Both go all four years, classy guys, dominate bowl games. Then they both go to the Bills. Robert Woods, the haunting, another movie reference. There are a ton of scary ones, I'm sure we could say. Uh, the Robert Woods then follows him out to L.A. Nobody wants to play for the Rams. Well, Woods went to the Rams first. He's like, I gotta make a name for myself. Right. And the Bills were like, man, Sammy really misses Robert Woods. <laughs> Let's <laughs> trade him to the Rams and get, get something for him. He doesn't know what to do. With so Sammy's crying one. on the plane to L.A. because yeah. he's like, God, Robert Woods this is guy. there. 
Yeah, seriously. Uh, and after owning Sammy Watkins last year and this year, and watching Robert Woods eat away at Sammy's fantasy value again. Is it safe to say that Robert Woods is the guy that Bay tells you not to worry about? <laughs> For Sammy Watkins owners, yes. Yes, yes you're welcome. Jay, who do you got? Who's your uh, one and done uh, of one the week? And, one and done of the week. If anyone is desperate for a quarterback, don't be looking for Jacoby Brissett to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Briskets. Brisket sandwich, though. Yeah, I know. But How many more weeks do we have of Jacoby? Three? Uh, yeah, three. But don't even bother with it because what he did was just mostly luck. And a, a oh, not Andrew. Pun intended. Yes. Like it. Oh. And mostly terrible defense by the Browns. Browns. Yes. yes. I don't know Cardinals, how. I, I was yes. watching that game and I couldn't understand why the Browns were leaving T.Y. Elton open at every opportunity. Yeah. So. Uh, what other receiving options did they have out there? So, Philip Dorsett? Uh, <laughs> they traded him away. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> four not, brisket sandwiches. Yeah, four brisket. <laughs> exactly. Hilarious. So, what, what, what I think is interesting <laughs> about the Browns, too, is. Uh, week one blitz the shit out of Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. Love it. Aggressive team. Yep, yeah. Jacoby Brissett, a guy that's 23 years old, you would think we would blitz the shit out of him. Nah. No. Let's drop back and let these little 5'10 T.Y. Hilton's times four run all around on us. I, don't, I think it was just T.Y. Hilton. I don't even think it was times four. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, well you, it, can honestly, you can honestly call that another one and done as T.Y. Hilton because he yeah, blew up. He hasn't, well he hasn't against uh, Javar Taylor yeah. or whoever's on the Browns for those not following. Mm-hmm. But no. Briskets, don't don't right. be eating briskets yet. I got, yeah. you got to hang tight on your brisket. Okay. P, what's our, what's our next topic? Digging out on Stefan Diggs, obviously. You you are still uh, welcome for the intro song. Yep. Uh, but <laughs> if if I'm going off of Diggs, yep. I would say probably Todd Gurley. Oh yeah. Was uh, yeah. I think he was huge for people this week. Two Gurley's one cup. Got quite the gift on yes, the the first play of the game. Hilarious. Because Brian Hoyer threw a pick that should have been a pick six. Guy yeah. gets tackled on the one. Either one. Gurley gets a Four. cupcake touchdown. Four six seconds six points in 14 seconds. Pretty good for Todd Gurley. <laughs> uh, went on to score, I think, another one or two, another two touchdowns. Two touchdowns in the first half. Yeah, and then he went over 100 yards, had a couple of receptions. So. And he really could have had like five. Yeah. So he, I love him as a top performer. So if you, were, um, if you got him for good value in the draft, he, he paid off this week. Absolutely. Oh, he did big time. Uh, my my top performer, um, you guessed it, is the top target reception of the week, which was Emmanuel Sanders for the Broncos. 15 targets. Wow. Week one and two, he had 14 targets combined. And now this week, I mean, maybe maybe he's not trash bags after all. What do we think? Trevor Simeon? Is he the real deal? pretty sure Trevor Simeon had like two points. <laughs> And they lost. Yep. Um, I, I, I don't love Demarius or Emmanuel, and I stayed away from them in every league. Um, they're both talented. Are, are, they, are they worth your start? Because they got to be on the bench. And yeah. I'm mostly talking Emmanuel, but... I would start Demarius. I, yeah. Start Demarius. Emmanuel he, he's, after he, 15 he, targets. I, I'm a little less um, confident in Emmanuel Sanders. He's kind of your boomer bust guy. Yep. Uh, he's going to end up with 1,000 yards and 8 touchdowns some way, somehow. He just does. what he does. But Demarius will, will end up with 1,100 yards and 6 touchdowns, but he'll get you 10 points a week every week. 
Oh, yeah. Because he's a yeah. 8 to 10 target guy, 6 to 8 catches for like 80 yards. You know what's Every better week. than consistent targets? 15 targets. Yeah. I mean, you, can, you can't... The numbers don't lie. <laughs> 15 targets is 15 targets. My man. Stan. I'm standing for him. Jay, who do you got? Uh, player of the week is Brandon Cooks. Oh, people. Yep. See, Finally, welcome see, to exactly. New England. Exactly. See, you think about it, there are owners out there that have been sticking by him weeks one and two, yeah. doing nothing. Yeah. Finally, he performed. Came up big. Unbelievable. Did some good stuff for you. Now, it took Tom Brady doing everything in his power to make him, you know, finally yes. come out. Sure. And I, I don't think you can still start him week to week, though. Can you? I, I, I think you do. I think you have for to. For the foreseeable future. Yeah. I mean, Amendola, Edelman, like Hogan? I said, are... No, Amendola and Edelman, I'm saying, are done. All right. And Hogan and Cooks, I mean, then who do we have? You just don't know. Malcolm Mitchell. It's, it's the same thing every week with the Pats. You're either yeah. going to get you know your 30-point performance yeah. or your 6-point you performance. What, what was more encouraging and why I say Poyam, because they were in the red zone so much, Yeah. Uh, and they ran a shit ton of stunts for Brandon Cooks. And there were a lot of pass interferences. It was a classic Patriots game where they got a ton of calls. But I, I think you have to play Brandon Cooks. I'm obviously. I'm, I'm assuming if you if you own Brandon Cooks, you probably drafted him fairly high, thinking he was going to do something. Yeah. So you, you just you might as well stand by him at yeah. this point. Roll roll Absolutely. Cooks all stand the way. Except except the six point games when you get him, but right he'll he'll pay off for you about four weeks of the year and get you a win. That's fair. Yeah. Yep. I mean, if he can get you four wins, that's. Might be good enough to get you in the playoffs. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I stand by that. Uh, Pete, we we got one more here. What is it? Uh, it's our our uh, biggest flop of the week. Okay. No surprise here. Mine's Cam Newton. <laughs> <laughs> please, please tell me why. Um, because I had a chance at achieving greatness. Okay. Also, uh, let the record show there have been three teams in our eight years, going on nine years of existence. That have been in the 200 point club. And rare group. One quarterback away. Yep. You start Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, yeah, I, Deshaun I, Watson. Yep, I get I get 200 easy. You get 200 points. Four points from Cam Newton. Ouch. He had, I believe, 14 in week one, seven in week two, and four in week three. Whew. Trash and bags going to the waivers. To, to our listeners uh, from last week, uh, P had mentioned this was Cam Newton's last shot. Oh, yeah. And it's the Saints. Oh. Like I said last week, they don't even start cornerbacks. He, he's <laughs> got the Saints. Yeah. They, 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 they start linebackers. They put nine in the box and then two safeties. They don't even play cornerbacks. <laughs> if, if Cam Newton can't... Okay. Cam Newton did it. Is he ever going to have a good week? No. If you can't do it against the Saints, you can't do it against anyone. He's got a shit ton of money. Is his job really in danger? The Panthers I think are they somewhat would, winning. I think that they would bench him... Just because they probably think he needs to get healthy. Sure. Because he just had a huge shoulder surgery. Yeah. So that might be bothering him. No excuse for that fantasy performance. Absolutely I'm tweeting not. at Cam. And then, I mean, that you, now now you're worthless. Obviously, Greg Olson got hurt. He Gone. was Kelvin's hurt. Kelvin's hurt now. Kelvin's just now getting hurt. So if you drafted him early, so sorry about your luck. Even when he comes back with or without bad Cam Newton. He's trash bags. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm all out on Cam Newton. He's yeah. good. He's done. He's all out on the Panthers. Cam Newton is on my Dunzo list. Done. Wow. Gonzo. 
done. Okay. So so far, <laughs> we have Jesse James, Jack Doyle, and, and Cam, Cam Newton. <laughs> done so. I wonder if I told you one of those was a former MVP. What would you say, Jack? Uh, I'll take Doyle. <laughs> he was an MVP I, against the Cardinals wow. a couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Team MVP. He was. One hand to catch. I'm, I'm no comment. Let's okay. Yeah. Great. I only have one person on my Dunzo list. Who's that? Oh, we all know who that is. Once again, underperformer, Philip Rivers. Oh, <laughs> Philip Rivers. Let me. Okay. Um, Philip Rivers, since he entered the league, has the most losses within three points. He is not a closer. Twenty-five. No. Losses by three points since he's been in the league. I'm surprised he's had 25 games that he's managed to keep it within three points. Also, on a scale of one to biggest blowhard you've ever seen on a Sunday, how high up there was Philip Rivers in interceptions this week? Uh, biggest blowhard I've ever seen. He's about... So biggest blowhard, was that a 10 on the scale? Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll give him a... Eight and a half to a nine. Pretty high up there. It's, yeah. Not as bad as like, was, Joe Flacco, but, you know, pretty bad. Last week uh, wasn't his fault. Played good. Weak team. Yeah. Uh, had a rookie kicker. Mm-hmm. Misses uh, time or winning? Time. Time, time I believe. Uh, he would have lost anyways. Uh, now, as a diehard uh, L.A. Chargers fan. P. Go Bulls. If... if, <laughs> if uh, you make true of your promise to be a Chargers season ticket holder. Yeah. Are you still <laughs> sticking behind Philip Rivers? Oh, yeah. Dude's got heart. He's a boss. <gasps> okay. You know how I feel I, about bosses. I, 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 no, no, he's not a boss. He's, he's not, not a boss. boss. He is a boss. He's not a boss. Podcast I, vote two out of three. So, we're saying not a boss. They, they were losing very early Sunday. And for a little bit, he was, like, not even in his ratatouille face of yelling at his teammates. And then they started to come back. Melvin Gordon gets him back in the game. Classic um, yep. That uh, uh, Melvin Ingram on defense yep. had, like, a Von Miller game for the Chargers. They play outstanding football. And Rivers throws three interceptions and bitches out the water boy, the water boy's girlfriend, Tyrell Williams, Keenan Allen, and who's their not Hunter Henry tight end? That's white. Oh God, I don't know. You would know, P. I thought you were going with Antonio so, Gates. Somebody's <laughs> name that is like Hunter Henry, like Henry Hunter. There we go. Okay. Right. His 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 dad was a frat bro in Sigma Chi, and his mom was a sorority hoe in also Sigma Chi. Oh. And they got Hunter Henry. Mm. Um, so it's basically a kid right fast. Um, he, he bitches out, he, he's leaving it all on the field, as he says, but he's crying, bitching, moaning again. What do you got, Jay? I mean, it's, it's same story, just every week. I have nothing but bad things to ever say about Philip Rivers. And 0-3. Yeah. Chargers. Uh, reflects it. So hilarious. Uh, I think Chargers need to start shopping. They're gonna need to trade. No, they're not gonna need trips. They're coming to dead last this year, and they're taking Darnold. Yeah. No, I I I couldn't agree more. He's gonna move ten miles uh, north mm-hmm. and go to the 
um, play in his same stadium, not sold out Coliseum. <laughs> for he's going to be shocked when he makes millions of dollars after making nothing in plays for fifteen thousand people. I don't know what to say to the poor guy. I feel bad for him. Oh, he's not a poor guy. Screw yeah. screw that guy. Okay. <laughs> well, um, so I my my uh, my uh, bust of the week. Uh, well, once again, I mean, if if you haven't gotten it by now, it is clear to me that uh, the bungles are bad, right? Yeah. Okay. So. What makes sense in a bad offense, even when the Chargers are bad, Melvin Gordon's good. Even when the Chargers were bad a couple years ago, Danny Woodhead was good. Yep. So, with my bungles, AJ Green, you're getting a pass because the Red Rocket, I think he's suicidal. I don't think he wants to play in the NFL anymore. But Joe Mixon, you have absolutely no excuse for being bad. What the fuck is going on? He's getting 20 carries a game, and he hasn't got more than... I think he had 65 yards this week. That was his career high. To be fair, the first two weeks, he didn't get that many carries because they were still like, oh, Jeremy Hill's a starter. He's good. And yeah. Hill is trash bags. Dollar Tree brand trash bags. Wow. Yeah, That's not really bad. Kroger. No. Yeah, way, Those way bad. Those don't even hold beer cans. No. No, I was going to say... Kroger brand sometimes doesn't hold beer bottles, trash bags. Uh, but Dollar Tree trash bags doesn't hold beer cans. Correct. And uh, that is Jeremy Hill. And he sucks. So I think they're finally getting the idea that, yeah, Joe Mixon's the guy. But I agree that he's been a bust because the reporters were like, Joe Mixon's going to be a stud right away. And he just yeah. hasn't been. So he's been in a lot of starting lineups. Hasn't done anything. But he did have a pretty good week, uh, especially given the circumstances that their offense is so bad. It's it's hot trash. I, I truly feel like it, it is, is trash. It is, it is close to a literal dumpster fire. <laughs> that we're talking about are you throw a lit match into one of these shit brand trash bags. How much longer can this go on? So are you, we will see. Are you down on Mixon for the rest of the season? I After have three to be, weeks? I have to be down on Mixon for the rest of the season. Their offense shows absolutely no promise of getting better. I mean, honest to God, the... Okay, so the theory is the Browns and the Bengals, Clowns, Bungles. Right. One of these teams has to win. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. No, they're, they're tying, dude. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, I they're going to tie. That's a lukewarm take because that's the easy way out. It's going to be hilarious. That they're gonna tie. I'm rooting for a tie. That'd be I, so funny. The The Browns will win this week. I'm confident. And this is the third out of fourth week that I've said the Browns will win. Mm-hmm. But I'm confident this week because they at least have some promise in their running game. And when they bring in Crow or Duke Johnson, they at least mix it up. So something good is going to happen. But for the Mongols, I have not seen one good thing out of A.J. Green. I don't know who their next... Do they have Jordan Shipley still? Any good receivers? <laughs> Mohamed Sanu. He's in, he's in Atlanta. I'm going to pick up in Atlanta. Yeah. They wish him they had him now. Uh, John Ross. He's still running really fast down the sidelines. 
Yeah, he's just running forties. Yeah, he he's for the ladies, which I respect. Um, but I I think the the Browns have it easy on what the Bengals game plan is, and that's sucking. Yeah, I love it. Go Browns. Okay, we'll see. We we will see you next week, folks. And I'd love, um, you know, speaking of of being picked, I'd love to leave you. Um, with with one pick or one uh, quote that um, semi has to do with some of our draft strategies mm-hmm. and uh, who gets picked where. I hate, hate, hate being left out. Whether it's not being picked for a team or being picked for a team and showing up and realizing the team doesn't exist. Or that the sport doesn't exist? Should've known. Poop ball.